Hi, I'm Eden. I'm Sam. And I'm Taylor. And this is Ruby the Podcast. We are a community of young Gen Z women seeking answers to the hard questions and discovering what it means to cultivate our purpose. We believe you are here to live an extraordinary life filled with wonder and driven by intention. So join us as we interview powerful women just a few steps ahead to share their wisdom required for living an authentic and daring life. You'll be hearing from world-changing entrepreneurs, bold creatives, and industry experts. All to serve you up the highest inspiration and practical steps to embodying the fullest version of yourself. So take a breath. Settle in and get ready to discover who you're made to be. We are so grateful you're here. Hello, 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 and welcome to Ruby the Podcast. Eden and I were just obsessing over England and studying abroad (laughs) and going to farmer's markets. Um, It sounds kind of amazing. Sounds so fun. Imagine just going and getting fresh bread and then fresh fruits and then walking around and seeing (laughs) everything beautiful and uh and sam was saying she saw on a tiktok that all the boys call the girls darling (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine no uh, uh, it sounds so fun um anyway we're so excited you're here you can go check out our website at the ruby.community for some amazing blogs written by incredible women on all sorts of topics it's a great way to just spend five minutes or ten minutes in a break between classes or mm-hmm. whenever, really. And they're just encouraging and really fun to read through. And you can also find us on social media at Instagram or Pinterest. And you can also tell your mom to go check us out on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about our friendship and how we've had to bring in authenticity and different tools and tips to understand our personalities and just building a stronger relationship um, and how it all plays a part in starting Ruby. Um, And you'll also hear a little segment of Big Sis Tay and we cannot wait. So we'll see you on the other side. Setting up the podcast today was quite the experience. Oh, oh my. (laughs) It's probably half hour. Yes. No, probably even more than that. Uh, Yeah. Technology is interesting. But anyways, we are showing grace (laughs) because Mm -hmm. it's our first time and we have something really exciting to talk about. So yeah, I think we probably already said it in the introduction, but we're just going to talk a little bit about authentic friendship and kind of our story through that and through Ruby and how everything has worked out for our friendship through that. Mm-hmm. And so we're just going to start with like telling you where we were first friends because where else is there to start? <laughs> um, so we're going to take you back to the elementary school days. All the way back to the <laughs> elementary school days. Eden um, and I... As in, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yes, you were in third grade, and I was mm-hmm. in second grade, and we met in the back of a minivan. <laughs> it was not a minivan. Oh, it gosh. Was, it was it was a car with a lot of seats, though, I think. Oh, I don't that's remember. awkward. Anyways. Maybe it is a minivan. Okay, so we met in the back, and, well, <laughs> me and my brother were in the back seat, and... Yeah, 
Yeah. Yep. Eden, Eden and her brother were in the front two seats or in the middle two seats and they we had to we had to ride with them one day and they usually rode with them so it was just a very interesting experience of hello who are yeah. <laughs> we were just getting picked up by one of our good friends um who knew the tandies already and our family the mccullough's we were like joining into that circle of friends so like we didn't know any of them but <laughs> We all just happened to be in the same car at the same time. So like Sam said, it was just kind of awkward and we didn't really, I don't think we really talked. Didn't you say you like, so, looked back and I was kind of just like <laughs> sitting there? Yeah, she was like sitting there eating a bag of pretzels or something. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I don't know if that made any sense and at all. And now look where we are today. <laughs> look where we are. Um, but yeah, we did go through elementary school together and middle school and now high school. And... Our families are really close, and we call each other like aunt and uncle. Well, not not me and Sam <laughs> to each other, but <laughs> to our, our parents. parents. Yep. Uh huh. And it's actually amazing to work with Sam because it's like a sister relationship, friend relationship, and work relationship. So it's been really interesting to see how things have like played out for our friendship while we're working together and Mm -hmm. we're also very alike so we've had to like understand how to support each other how to encourage each other Mm -hmm. and how to celebrate each other I think it's been both a challenge and a gift of of learning and a good experience to take into other friendships as well Mm -hmm. yes I mean we call each other sisters and we call each other's family, cousins and frozens and aunt and uncle. And it's... Yeah, frozens is fake cousins. Yes, in case you're one. Friend cousins, I think it is, actually. Oh, oh. Fake okay, cousins. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> no, it's okay. okay. Um, But, no, it seriously is amazing. And, like, when I go to Eden's house, it's, like, my second home, you know? It's just become one of those friendships where you don't, like, you don't realize you ha- You don't have to try so hard to be someone. Like, you... Mm-hmm. you love each other for who you are and we are very similar in lots of ways like Eden was saying like sometimes we literally say the same things at the same time and we're like what the it's been happening a lot recently it's not even just the same thing it's also in the same tone in the same like <laughs> it's really weird. I, I, I don't know it's it's crazy actually uh-huh but there is a thing that comes with that is like we're also like Eden was saying so different in our own ways and it's a journey of discovering those differences because we are around each other so much and we are realizing all of the similarities, but taking time to also say like, oh, Eden, you're really good at hand lettering and that's a gift and recognizing those gifts and then saying that sets you apart and not feeling mm-hmm. like we have to be the same at everything. Right. And even if we are, if we do like the same things, it's okay for one person to do that thing without the other person or mm, whatever mm-hmm. it's not like we don't like to be looked at as we're attached at the hip is that is yes. that the saying yeah because we want to I mean obviously we're pursuing our authentic selves and trying to bring that out um wherever we go in in the real world so it is hard to allow each other to to seek the, the things that they personally need I don't know if that mm-hmm. made any sense at all, but... No, I totally agree, especially, um, and that goes with, like, time away from each other, even. 
like mm-hmm. for rest or if I'm saying, oh, I was um, thinking we could have a sleepover this weekend. And then Eden would say, I actually have a lot of homework. And I would say, okay, you need that time to do your homework. Or even if mm-hmm. I'm saying, I want to sleep over, I have a lot of homework, but I want to do it. And Eden says, no, like this is your time to embrace, mm-hmm. like take time to rest. And I think that's something that we've worked to bring out in each other. And it's definitely um, really helped me with a lot of different things. Yeah. And even if it's not like a need for rest itself, it's also a need, I think, for time alone, mm. because that's that's something I've learned recently through quarantine and everything is just how much I do recharge with being alone sometimes and like processing things, because when we're go, 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 we don't really have time for that. Mm. So I think respecting when we need space or just time to recharge is a really good thing um for our friendship at least mm-hmm. and I would say that goes along with like communication which mm-hmm. is something a lot of it's hard for me to be co- communicate my exact thoughts and feelings because I'm like oh maybe someone will think take it the wrong way or think that's weird and when I communicate with Eden I like we've definitely worked at being just like straightforward and mm-hmm. open for example like when I feel jealous or when one of us feels jealous of the other, we tell them and we say, when you do that, like it really inspires me, but I feel jealous about it and working together to um, build each other up, but also feel like proud of our own accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was something that my aunt um, and my mom told us about mm-hmm. because that's something they do. And I think we we actually could be even better about it because mm-hmm. I know I don't always say it out loud. Same. But um, since we are so similar, and I think a lot of friendships are either really similar or really opposite. So mm-hmm. I think that's a really good thing to keep in mind is is just calling that, that, that jealousy out and um, just putting it all out in the open, really, so you're not keeping secrets, you're building trust, and mm. it just feels like a more fluid connection you don't really have to feel like you have all these emotions kept inside I feel like it's just easier to let them out and help or let other people carry some of them for you yes and that's the beauty of having um a friendship I think Mm -hmm. and it's not it's not always jealousy even too like Mm -hmm. it's saying when you send a text to the person saying I appreciate everything you're doing or you you openly say like, wow, you did really good at that. Recognizing different people's um, feelings or just saying how you feel openly, it really does bring this, it breaks down this like wall barrier in your friendship Mm -hmm. of like not secrets, but just not being fully open with each other. Yeah. 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 Um, One thing that has really helped, I think, is the love language test and the Enneagram test. And we're going to get more into that, hopefully, in our upcoming Ruby collections, which we can talk more about later. Mm. But um, love languages basically are the way you feel love and the way you give other people love. And I think there's five. Physical touch, um, (laughs) words of affirmation. What are the other ones? Why am I Um, blanking out? Yeah, acts of service. Acts of service, quality time, and gifts. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I... I think Sam and I both really like words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. And so through quarantine and COVID and everything, we sent a lot of letters. But we still, I think we did that even before quarantine. 
because sometimes um, just written words feel a lot more powerful and and hit really close to home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's something that we do a lot to recognize our love languages for each other and support each other in that. And even, like Sam said, sending a text is, is the same thing. Or spending quality time together is good, but also, like, recognizing that you need space. Like, mm-hmm. like connecting that all together. Um, yes. I, w- I would definitely say spending time to get to understand every or your friend's love language because that's kind of the key to communication. And mm-hmm. for example, like if I enjoyed quality time more than you sending me things, I would feel loved by you sending me letters, but I wouldn't feel as filled if you showed up my, at my house randomly and were like, hey, let's go for a drive. You know what I mean? Like it's it's all about what you like better um, mm-hmm. or what speaks more to you, if that makes sense, and yeah. what makes you feel more at home and loved. And so that's definitely something we've been working on, which is, mm-hmm. which is cool. And the Enneagram is the other thing. And that's, if you don't know, it's a personality test and there's nine types and each one has specific desires and dreams and it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. But Sam and I have both started really learning that through Ruby and through Taylor because she's really good at that kind of stuff um and I'm a type one which is typically known as like the perfectionist but also like the advocate for change which is Mm. cool and Sam's a type three so she really likes to achieve and to be seen through that and stuff so seeing or meeting each other in those types Mm. is really healthy for our relationship at least Mm -hmm. and so sometimes when I'm being overly, when, what's the word? When I have overly perfectionist tendencies, mm-hmm. I tell Sam to call me out on it because I can trust her to hold me accountable for that kind of stuff because I, I can't always recognize it on my own and sometimes it needs to be recognized because it can be obsessive. Mm-hmm. Um, or even just recognizing when Sam has done something really amazing and telling her I'm proud of her and that kind of thing I think I mean I think it (laughs) makes you feel loved I'm not for sure no it does it does yeah um but just working through that and taking those tests and understanding what your friends are and what Mm -hmm. you are and how you can be there for them through it all I think it is really cool to have Mm -hmm. yes I, I just it's crazy because I've discovered these within like the past few years of my life and it like it definitely does do something to your friendship Mm -hmm. I don't know like it it just makes you feel more mature if that makes sense like I'm always like okay tell me if I'm being too judgmental of myself or like you know I mean like we can just understand other people and ourselves more which then helps the relationships we are in Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um another thing we wanted to just talk about is recognizing when we're being self-critical because that's something we've noticed in our relationship and with our other friendships and um we've we've recently we got this app called marco polo and it's kind of like snapchat you send videos to each other um for our long distance friend who lives in ohio we love you you know who you are and um it's actually really insane how many times we're looking at pictures of ourselves looking in the mirror looking on our cameras on our phones and we're like oh my hair just looks horrible today Mm -hmm. oh my face my skin my teeth my mouth my everything Mm -hmm. my mouth okay I don't know why I said (laughs) my mouth but 
Um, we've noticed that we say that a lot, and so when we say it, usually one of us will be like, "Okay, come on, stop mm-hmm. being self-critical." We know, like, this is a friendship where we can be authentic. We don't have to be all put together all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure your hair is messy today, but I still love you. Like through that, mm-hmm. I think it's important and we've seen that in in our friends as well so we just try to be gentle about it but also to just tell them that they're beautiful and they're seen and they're loved no matter I mean looks don't really you know affect Mm -mm. Mm -mm. a friendship like that no yeah it's yes it's definitely just like there's a barrier of um telling someone no don't don't say that but then there's the second level, which is like, think, like holding yourself accountable for it and mm-hmm. holding other people, like our friendship right now being, don't, don't, don't think that about yourself because it is, it is not true. Identifying like what things are false in each other mm-hmm. and what we're thinking about ourselves. Um, because when you, when I tell Eden, no, you are beautiful. Don't say that. Then it reminds me myself to also remind myself of that. Yeah. So it's definitely like, as you're growing in your friendship, you're also growing personally in your own, um, like, journey of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, another thing we do often is asking each other for advice. And um, <laughs> if it's ranting about a sport or about our relationship with our mom, we love <laughs> our moms, but sometimes, you know, there's those disagreements. Um, it's good to just like get that stuff all out there. I think that's one of the main reasons that we have friendships in the first place is to be able to pour out everything on your mind and Mm -hmm. just, I mean, I said, I think I said this before, but like let someone else kind of carry it for you and give you advice to um, relieve some of the stress and the pressure off of that. I mean, we've (laughs) through... Um, everything with online school, there's been a lot to kind of be annoyed about. And so um, kind of having someone else to walk through that with you is, is a really cool thing. Yes. Like like the other day I was telling you, I don't want to be annoying, but I just need to rant for a few seconds. Just And it it's just someone to go to and not feel dramatic when you're, you know what I mean? Like it, you're mm-hmm. just letting out how you're feeling and it it feels really, it feels so good when you can tell someone and they're not, oh, they're being dramatic or they're being, because that's what friendship is. It's supporting in your worst and in your best. So mm-hmm. I, I like I think there's even times where we say before we tell a story or before we rant or whatever, um, I'm not trying to be, uh, uh-huh. like, I'm not trying to be cocky. I'm yeah. not trying to be arrogant, but hear the way I say it and then kind of correct it despite the stereotypes that go with that sort of language you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then it it kind of helps our our talks to go a little bit smoother if we just don't have to worry about all the worldly um (laughs) I don't really know the right word I think stereotypes Mm -hmm. kind of fits um because sometimes we'll be saying something and it just gets a little bit clouded with um what we're thinking the other person is thinking Mm -hmm. I feel like yes and as we're pursuing this friendship and this sisterhood, that's where we kind of thought to ourselves, like, we want to do something because we we're both passionate about helping others and about give, showing or reminding others of, like, their worth. And so we're trying to 
think about what to do, honestly. And Eden's mom had told us, you guys should start a podcast. And it had been a few months before any of this ever happened, but we were kind of like, oh yeah, we're really busy. But it was a good idea. And I just think all the gears came into place. Like we Mm -hmm. had a meeting with Taylor for student council and it just, we talked and we're telling her all about our friendship and about like life as a high schooler and being in society. And she said like, we should start something because like we were all feeling the same way that people don't have like the resources or even Mm -hmm. the, the knowledge that we have in this friendship that helps us continue to grow. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's like kind of where we had the idea to start Ruby. Yeah, it kind of just took off right after the our little coffee meeting. We <laughs> I remember being in Clarkston, I think for our or Clarkston, Michigan, if you're not from Michigan. Um for our second meeting and Sam and I were just walking around taking pictures. We were like, I don't know if this is even real. <laughs> like what are we even doing? We we're just so excited because it had been a dream for me for a while to do something for um more like a conference for girls has has always mm-hmm. been my dream. And um, Sam has also always wanted to do something where like influencer-esque where you can just kind of help other people grow and it was just all like fitting so amazingly and it was just a blast to start to like create and um, yeah it was amazing. Yes we well we walked out of the coffee shop and we were like oh because it's just <laughs> like we didn't know where to place our focus or like where to even begin and that was kind of like oh my gosh like we know where to begin and even now we have we've seen like me Taylor and Eden we're all similar in the ways of wanting to help other people and pursue um, worth and passion and stuff but we also have our own personalities and Enneagram types and um, love languages and so that's come into play in the way um where we each have like specific jobs and we each have given each other like fun names to go with the jobs like I'm community <laughs> cultivator and connection strategist and yeah Eden you can say yours but I just think it's I think it's oh. fun sorry go ahead <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> sorry no I was just gonna say I think it's just a fun way to recognize each other's strengths and how yeah each thing that we have plays out differently um through Ruby even though it's one big thing we have different parts in it mm-hmm, for sure I think before we had really gotten to know Taylor I, Sam and I were both just really in awe of her because we had seen her mm-hmm. on Instagram and she's just this very authentic genuine person who just is so she looks so free when you mm-hmm. see her and it's really inspiring and she was leading other women into finding what they loved and I thought that was amazing and so we weren't really expecting anything like this to really come out of it and I think that's why it was such a big surprise and and made us so feel so fulfilled because Mm -hmm. it was just like a god moment and it just like came out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and um yeah so even the name Ruby we're kind of circling back to the story I guess Mm -hmm. but um came from a verse she is more precious than rubies and um I think it really just speaks to how we're trying to bring other women to realize how much they're worth. And I think that is really the core foundation Mm. of what we've kind of created here. And Taylor was, or has been telling us, and I think she said it in her other solo episode about just being worthy simply because you are. Mm. And that has really 
put into words, I think, how we're trying to help other people feel through Ruby. Um, I just think it's a really cool way to put it and can mean so many different things for the future and for our our generation and all women, really, in general. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes. And the fact that we get to experience it together mm-hmm. is kind of a dream because we can say, oh my gosh, I loved that idea. Or we, and we just have like dream sessions where you can be like, oh, we want to do this and this and this. And because we have similar but different dreams, we can dream so big and share them. And it's kind of just like, oh, like the sky is the limit. And it's just so exciting to hear other people's ideas um, mm-hmm. and support them in them and through them. Yeah. And, and we've gotten to work with my mom too, who's our editor in chief. And that's been a dream for her for a while to to be the editor of a magazine because she loves writing and editing and all that. And um, we're hopefully going to bring in my aunt for our Ruby collections. And Sam's mom is going to be our aesthetic coordinator. And Taylor's <laughs> mom is kind of our advisor to make sure all, all of our content is um, correct and and um what's so citable <laughs> what's the yeah credible, credible. credible. <laughs> um but it's been really cool to just work with everyone and and other women and just see what grows out of that mm-hmm. and yeah in the meetings and all of everything that is feeling very professional Sam and I have really had to learn what it means to be authentic but also to be professional because even while we're podcasting here like we kind of put on a podcast voice I would say almost Mm -hmm. and so we're trying to kind of be more of ourselves on the mic because that's why you're here I feel like to to listen to a real conversation and not just a a scripted yes yes um and so that's been a learning experience, I think, for both of us. And just learning how to speak over Zoom is because it's we all know mm-hmm. it's very uncomfortable. And working <laughs> around so this fun. awful lighting that I have in my <laughs> home. Yeah. I mean, it's really like a, we have to just be content with where we are and be willing to grow in the future. Um, and it's it's been really cool. Uh, yes. And I also... I think something I've learned is to be patient because mm-hmm. when I, I think I think this has something to do with my Enneagram but when I want to do something I want to see success right away like it just mm-hmm. I need to see it and then I feel confirmed that like it's working and we, obviously we've had amazing moments to confirm that this is where we are meant to be but the place we want to be at we're not at yet we're always growing and reaching new heights but it's been helpful to have Eden and Taylor to say we have to start small we have to start slow we had like there was so much Mm pre-planning that I never could have imagined because I just wanted to jump right into the podcast like there's yeah there's so much that goes into it it's Mm -hmm. insane yes and Taylor says um what does she say we're always we don't have to rush Mm. and we can just take our time and there's no really time crunch on it it's more just what we set for ourselves so I think patience is a really good thing, Sam, to learn through this because um, mm-hmm. that's not something I'm usually good at or mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. think it's been really cool. But it's also been just so dreamy. Like we still get to pursue like smaller dreams already throughout it. 
for example, I get to like host a dinner. Eden gets to bring cute flowers over in these cute like parcels stamped with like, like it's parcels. just, what are they called? Yes. Anyways. No, no, just like brown paper. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. it sounds no, parcels cool. Parcels is correct. Parcels is okay, correct. Okay, good. It's more um, fancy. But anyways, it just, so it's like small things that make it still feel magical because it is and it's a dream, so. But of course, I mean, there are times that we've had to really like think through how our team is working together and think mm-hmm. through like, challenges of Ruby, think of how we're interacting with some of our community, like really think through each aspect and it's not all fun. It really is not. <laughs> no, fun. it's not all fun. And the pre-planning stuff that Sam was saying, it really it takes a lot of energy mm-hmm. and sometimes you just have to like really focus on Ruby and then really take a break because mm. it can get overwhelming really fast if you try to just go in so many different directions at once Mm -hmm. Um, that's something Eden and I have been recently trying to talk about is the distinction because of COVID especially there's really no separation between school and work and home life mm -hmm. and now that we have all three of those things it's hard to know when to work on what things and we find ourselves Mm -hmm. constantly thinking about Ruby and constantly thinking of which is good but there's a certain limit to yeah what we can do at a time yeah, you. Ha- I was researching. <laughs> this is funny. Well, not actually really funny, but off topic more. Um, <laughs> we have a global education unit for AP Lang in school, and I was researching the work life balance in France because we're studying France. Yes. And their their thing is to like have. I think they have almost a month off, mm-hmm. like given to them, paid leave a year from work, and also like each break they take for school is like two weeks Wow! and one guy was saying that having that intentional time off where you're completely like not connected to your phone or your email and that kind of stuff it brings more passion to when you are working and so it makes you more productive and um defines that balance more but like Sam said it's really difficult right now being all at home so that's been something we've been trying to work on and even in our own relationship we'll say can we not talk about ruby right now yeah because uh-huh. there's a lot of times where we miss out on our like real friendship kind of stuff and we're just focusing on work and it gets draining really fast and i feel like sometimes at least for me i connect that draining feeling with <laughs> our friendship and that is not ever how it feels when it's not <laughs> when we're not working yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. not in any like mean way against Sam at all but it's just like going through struggling times together sometimes just feels a little bit <laughs> too yeah. much when you are used to just laughing all the time you know? mm-hmm. yes so it, we've been building up lots of different techniques I don't know if that's the right word but like things to learn in our relationship but it's made us stronger friends I would definitely say and mm-hmm. um so it's been a blast. It's it's been really fun. And yeah, we've learned so much. Hey, hey everybody. Welcome to another week. Another week of your life, another week of Ruby the podcast, and another week with your girl Big Sis Tay. I hope you are doing so, so well, and I don't want to waste any time today, so I'm going to jump right into sharing our questions submitted from our audience and our community. So side note before I do that, 
please, if you have a question that you'd love me to ask, please DM us on Instagram with your question in the form of a voice message and we will share it and answer it right here. So this question this week is from Julia. Here it is. How do you remain positive in negative times? How do you remain positive in negative times, she asked. Well, you might be thinking that this is like a one answer response, like this is how you do it. But that's actually a really layered and complex question, Julia. So here's the thing first I think that is worth noting. We live in the culture within the U.S. on a macro scale that really values positivity. I know maybe right now you're like, what? There's what? a lot of negativity going on here. But the ideals, right? If you think of the American dream, right? It's about happiness. It's about having all the things. It's about growing, growing, growing. And so when we sometimes feel that we're not in the most joyous place, I think for a lot of us, we feel like we're doing something wrong. And so I just want to note that first before diving even deeper, because that's a reality. That's like the fishbowl we're all spit, we're all swimming in, is that we need to feel this positivity and this joy at all times. And as you know, that is not true and is not really possible. And so to just press down on that question, here's really what I would invite you to do. I would invite you when something negative is going on in your life, instead of just like trying to rewire your brain in the moment and be like, oh my gosh, what do I need to do to make the best out of this? I'd say lean into it. You know, you probably probably already realized so far that I talk a lot about getting quiet and tuning in and listening. When something negative is going on, what does it look like to set a strip or to first strip off all of the, the, the shoulds, I should be feeling this, and lean into the feelings that you're really feeling. Maybe in a negative time, that is causing you to feel sad, or it's bringing up feelings of loneliness or anger or despair. There's no fear in leaning into those feelings. You have full permission to do that. And I know for some of us, we're, some of us are more comfortable with doing that than others, but I think we could all agree that leaning into negative feelings is really scary. But that is the only way to true freedom, to true joy, true positivity. Just slapping on, like, have you seen on like Instagram, the little charts, the little memes that have like toxic positivity and like real positivity that's actually helpful? A lot of times, right, in situations with friends, like if we're going through a hard time, right, people can sometimes say like the worst things that we don't actually want to hear along the lines of like, oh, like, it'll be fine. Like, you'll be okay. Like, just look up. Just be happy. That's not actually helpful, right? And so this is kind of a call to those kind of moments within ourselves and within the situations that we all experience to not do that, to just lean in to the negative situation and the negative feelings that it could be causing and being able to open up and get support and to let the light shine in as time goes on, right? Because there's always light that comes. We live in a seasonal cyclical 
world and life. And so when there's a negative time, it doesn't stay forever. Sometimes we carry with us dark things that are in us forever, but they don't have to have um, pressure and don't have to have deep, the deepest, deepest grief within the depths of our bones forever. And so to wrap it all up, in negative times, in order to remain positive, you might not. And that's okay. Just lean in, let things unfold as they are supposed to, ask for support, ask to be surrounded by people that love you and that you trust, and just be authentic. Feel how you feel and just continue to know that you are taken care of, seen, and supported by forces that are way bigger than you. So take a deep breath. Feel like I do that almost every time. We all need more deep breaths in our life and just settle in. If you're in a negative time right now, um, just just be. We're with you. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Ruby the Podcast. We wanted to give you guys a little heads up that Ruby Collections will be coming soon. And those are going to be courses that you can join in on with our community to learn about topics from a mentor. And we will come out with more info very soon. So be excited about that. Mm-hmm. And if this episode resonated with you at all today, we'd love it if you could screenshot it, share it to your story and tag us. And we'd also really appreciate it if you could rate and review us on iTunes. Um, and this episode was produced by our CEO, Taylor Kanagowski, edited by Sam Frangioni, and all original music created by Ethan McCullough. We are so grateful for you to join us today, and we will see you next time on Ruby the Podcast. Stay Ruby.